Hey, what's going on, WP fam? How are you doing? I am joined here today with my ever lovely, beautiful Latina wife, Julia. Hey, everybody. I hope that you are doing good. We've got a good episode from wherever you're watching from, general population, medium custody, SEG, G4, G5, closed custody, life row. What's up to our brothers out there and sisters on life row watching from all over United States, from Texas, Florida, California, New York, Washington, Arizona, North, South Dakota, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Mississippi, uh, so many that are watching. I probably left a few states out. Yeah. But we just are praying that you're doing well wherever you're watching from. And for the family members and those that are previously were incarcerated that now watch us on the outside on YouTube, we're glad to be able to come into your space. We've got a great episode today. Good conversation. This episode is called In God We Trust. And before we get into our conversation, we've got some mail and we've got some announcements. Yes. And so let's kick it off, Julio, with a little bit of mail call. Yes. I like mail call. You okay. got a lot of mail today. I have a lot of mail, like a lot of mail. Yes. And we actually went to the mail, too. That's part two. But anyway, where do you want to start? You want me to start with the shout hey, outs? You want me to start with... Man, I, we've gotten so many letters, e-messages, artwork. We actually have a creative way of a wall that we are starting to put the artwork on that we will be able to show. And the walls to put the artwork in just came in. So we're going to start getting all the backlog of artwork and putting it on that. So that'll be fun to share. Yes. But so many good things. I can't wait to hear some of these letters. We laugh. We cry. We laugh. Some of y'all would like to kick off the letter like, yes, I would like to order a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, 5'2 woman, and I'd like that with cheese on it. No, y'all place your orders just joking. Yes, we've gotten a lot of joking letters after order that brides. podcast. And then some of them, they start off with just like, and then some of y'all man, are I was in a really hard place and trying yeah. time, and God spoke to me through the Worthy People podcast. And either way, y'all either have a laughing or crying i or should start recording myself because some of y'all are drama too and it's good <laughs> it's good drama <laughs> but anyway we love it keep writing okay so i'm gonna do some shout outs first so the first one is jimmy smith and in case you haven't gotten it because just so y'all know we'll send something out and then we'll get it like a month later so i don't know how it's working for y'all but uh, jimmy smith we did write back to you we spoke to your wife as well and we know that you're going through it. We're still praying for you and keep your head up. Your wife really loves you. And also, just forgive yourself. You didn't do anything. You're exactly where God wants you. Stop questioning that. Just keep going with what you're doing and keep your head up. And then we have some people that have written to us from the Styles Unit which we were there a few weeks ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> styles unit. Yes. We love styles. We love population, styles. We love styles. Custody, SAG, everyone out there on the styles. Man, that's one of the first services that we had of the year. Yes. And boy, was it a good one. Two days just out there lifting up God with those brothers. I'm glad you brought that up. We released SAG Warriors last week yes. from the styles unit. We still have a lot more content. A lot and more stuff that coming. We're be sharing, yes. Powerful. 
So you guys at Styles keep on the lookout for that. And then please, if you know the other individual that got the footage, I would love to be able to get a hold of that to be able to add that to those yes. episodes as well. These are just shout outs. Joseph Lopez at the Styles unit, which he has a powerful testimony. And I'm really praying that there's an opportunity to get yours and Jose's testimony next time I come. And then we have Lauren Laney from the Styles unit. And then we were also at the McConnell unit, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And But these are just shout outs. Dave McCall from the McConnell unit. Agustin Hernandez from the McConnell unit. And then we have Darius Middleton from Milton, Florida, from Santa Rosa Correctional Institution. Megan Peak from the Coleman unit. And we're coming back to the Coleman unit and I'm bringing more ladies with me. So be on the lookout for that. Gabriela Villegas at the Hilltop unit. Barbara Gordon from the Hobby Unit, Christopher Jimenez from the Gib Lewis, Jimmy Trejo, I'm so sorry, I don't have the unit, but Nolan Johnson from the Stylist Unit. This is actually Shorty. We are in the process of writing back to you, so we don't want you to think we forgot about you, but this guy is amazing. He does the dance, the praise dance. I think that's what he said it was, and he's amazing. So we love Shorty. And then Randall Ford from Missouri. Thank you for your continued support, and thank you for your encouraging words, and we just wanted to give you a shout out, and thank you for everything. Daniel Devaney from the Esther Unit. Paula Fanning from Coleman Unit. Jorge Campos from Cofield Unit and Jesse Hernandez from Polanski. And then we have some art stuff as well. Let's see here. Man, what have we got over here? <sighs> we have a lot of good stuff. Okay, let's get the first one here. Okay, so um, this one is from in. Elliot if Petrie. You can, if you can see that. From Jasper, Florida. And it is a very beautiful... It's like a little door thing or hang, you can hang it. It's really pretty. The front of it says here at the top, it says Cristo Jesus, Jesus Christ. And then it says Cody and Julia. Yes. And, and it says worthy people at the bottom. And then what's it say here? Los ama loves you. So Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ loves, loves you. you. And then, and then, then worthy this people. on the bottom here, it says worthy people that goes around yes. it and then there's also on the back there's a scripture, um, a scripture. On the back. do you want to read yes it says scripture he comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction second corinthians 1 4 i don't know if y'all can see this but it is very detailed it is so pretty if you look at the cross it's like very it's very pretty thank you so much for sending this to us because i really love it so that's one. And then this one here. I mean, okay, this one. Yes. This one. <laughs> this is probably one of the coolest. I mean, we'd gotten a cross made out of a red chain bag before. That was like next level. And then this one, it just totally blew us out of the water. Yeah. Uh, it's a, ne a necklace here. Let me tell if them what it's made it, of. Um, I think I'll show it off first. Yes. And then what have you got? It says WP and then worthy. And then it's got the cross. And we opened it and it has a very distinctive Yes. Smell. I was like, why does it smell like that? I couldn't figure it out at first. And then I read the letter. So this is from Ryan at the Gist unit. 
And so here's what Ryan says. This is made up and it is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I was so excited. So he said, I made the necklace and the cross from wood. I carved out of number two pencils. After soaking the pencils in hot water, I carefully pushed the lead out with a paper clip. Then I cut and carved the wood with an open razor blade. Then I used the rough spots on the day room table to sand the wood after the beads are finished. I carved the cross out of a whole pencil. Then I stain everything with Colombian instant coffee, a.k.a. black bag. Black bag. bag. Yes. After everything is dry. Got to be the black bag. And then he said, I thread the beads all together and I added the WP logo and worthy to personalize it for y'all. I hope y'all like it. I spent a lot of time. But then he said, but that's nothing to compare. Trust me, like you, this is amazing. We love it. I love it. All of it. the good things you said about us. A lot of the times, like I said, we don't read those letters. We This isn't a, a worthy people infomercial about how good we are. Yes. And this is ministry to speak to you guys. And so thank you for your kind words. But you don't have to say all the nice things about us. We just give the glory to God that we're able to do something like this. But Man, this here black bag. Yes. So when I opened it. Have you tried it on? Yes. So when I opened it, I literally. Send us some more of these uh, if you just have them laying around here. Yeah, don't make them, okay? Because I know they take a lot of time. Don't just make them. But no. Some more on the worthy people team. They would like one. But we're going to start fighting. When I opened the letter, it was like that three o'clock time when you're ready for coffee. And I, I was like, man, it smells so good. It smells like coffee. And then when I was like, what is that smell? Because it smells sweet. And then I read the letter. I was like, it's made from coffee. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's stained with coffee. So anyway, it was really cool. And I was like, I love. Uh, messed your hair all up. You did, yeah. Okay. Man, so nice. So cool. So thank so, you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for sharing that with us and just the amount of time that you put in. That's a lot. This is very creative, even out here when we have all those tools. So cool. He was talking about how if he had like a craft shop, he could do some damn. I'm like, I agree. You are very creative. Okay, so then we also got this. This is from Arizona from Mia Vasquez. It says Arizona State Prison Complex Paraville Unit. Loomly, and it's our worthy people. This is very cute. I wish I, I was like artistic. I appreciate art, but I have no patience for being artistic. She doesn't think it came out as good as she thought, but I think it's amazing. She said, I did orange a frame thing because in Arizona we wear orange. I hope you still like my little drawing. Of course, I love your drawing. And so, worthy people, it's you wear orange. We our logo's orange, so it's perfect. We're meant yeah. to be now. And then this letter is from Haley Yurbonski. I think that's how you say her last name. Very nice last name. So she was just telling us about her life change. And I thought it was so cool because she sent a picture of her baptism. I mean, I advise you guys not to send these because we can't send them back. But it's very powerful. It's a very powerful picture. And, and she said, forgive my ugly cry face, but... I think all girls have those and it's okay. It's okay to have them. <laughs> but this is a very powerful picture and I love it. So thank you for that. And yeah, I think that's it when it comes to Melco. 
I think I have some mail to talk about. Oh. Look out, Sally. Look out, Sally. Where's that soup that you owe me? My Sally over there, Robert Simpson. Man, getting moved from Cofield to the Estelle unit in SEG. Got your messages. That's great. Shout out to everybody out there on SEG. Man, the, the messages are moving a lot faster <laughs> over there on Estelle. I'm getting pretty quick. It was taking about a month or plus before. So, man, hang in there, Sally. I'm glad that you are you're doing good and you're going to be up out of that situation and back in population soon even this year i believe it in jesus name and uh, shout out to the other brothers that i've been incarcerated with and that i know that are being able to watch i just hope that it continue just to shine the light of jesus and let you know what's possible with him and so we just have some announcements here we ended up adding more dates yeah the first 90 days so y'all remember when we showed you our prison tour schedule we had 23 services in 90 days that was for yes. january february and march and once it got out word got to buzzing the phone started ringing and we started adding more dates and so in those 23 dates and the 90 days we've added like six other dates yes in the meantime to that time so being able to go out last week to a uh, Ramsey unit that wasn't on the, the schedule. There's some more that have snuck in there. And so we're just excited to continue to come in and meet you. And if we have met you already, then man, we it, that's a highlight. Y'all think it's a highlight meeting us, but we it's a highlight for us to meet yes. you. There is no this without you. And we loved getting to meet you. I want to give a shout out to a couple of units that they're like, man, you hadn't talked about us yet. <laughs> but before I do, I said that, hey, we had 12 days of Christmas almost going on, 12 announcements. <laughs> yeah. And so I think we had the heart check devotional with the, all the prison tour dates of the prisons almost every weekend and during the week. We have the new studio, Worthy People Studio. Check it out. And I, I think, what do we, I don't know what other announcements that we've had along the way but we still have more that are under lock and key two of them will today. be released today that you'll get to know about today and the second one will be more towards the end but let me get to this next one part of the new studio we wanted to be able to bring on our producer and the new producer of the worthy people podcast so if you're getting a little dizzy from the camera being switched around so much this is the guy to blame and uh no you guys know him he's been here on worthy people podcast he goes into every prison that we go into and so you guys already know this brother but he will be the third face on the podcast this week so let's introduce tony hey how you guys doing man here you <laughs> go how does it feel like to be producer tony Oh man, it's, I don't even I don't even have the words to say. I'm just happy to be here and being able to go out there to all these units and see you guys. Just the fire of God in there, man. The worship teams, and McConnell, Styles, everywhere is just amazing. You guys are on fire for the Lord, man. And just keep doing what you guys are doing, man. Yeah, man. 
So he'll be a voice, a part of our podcast, so he can put some commentary in along the way. He um, can stop us from killing so each other. We're going out. <laughs> Every week to the Dominguez Unit, Faith-Based Dorm, F-Pod. Shout out to you guys. You came in the first time. Yes, I was there. Um, Tony actually got kicked out for trying to wear shorts yes. um, and didn't get to come in. But then he's come in the next two times with me. And so shout out to Dominguez, Faith-Based Pod. What's up, brothers out there? Man, y'all are doing classes all day, staying strong. You got 25 that have graduated and you got the new guys that are in there y'all are in a transition point and when we're walking up and down the bowling alley at dominguez every time they're like when y'all gonna come do a service and so we have been uh, talking to your chaplain and we're looking at possibly right now april just because march is completely full of prison dates so we're looking at april to be able to come in and see the rest of you guys out there on the unit. So going through. But if you class. see us, say hi. We're shy too. So if yeah. you're like, hey, say hi. So y'all are 15 minutes down the road from me. So I love going to Dominguez. We love Dominguez. You guys keep being the light out there. Man, Tony, you've been coming out here to Dominguez too. What's up? What do you got to say to them brothers over there? Oh, man, it's, it's just met a lot of brothers I talked to or a guy named Rudy out there. He's on fire for the Lord. Kenny, the worship team there is good too. It's just a surprise. Every unit we go, these guys are just awesome, man. So y'all keep you, up. How, but you had a, a relationship in the Dominguez, like you yeah, know, you know Dominguez, Dominguez, right? Oh, you know man. Dominguez. I started off in Dominguez in 2000. How does it feel going back to where your all your time started when you were 18? Man, it just brings me back to Romans 8, 28, where it says that, For we know that all things work for good for those who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose. So, you know, everything you're going through, just God's going to use it. Just stay in that good fight of faith, like Paul says, and... God's going to use you guys. He's already doing it. So, yeah, it's awesome to go back there and just give y'all Jesus and y'all just give us love and hope. And y'all encourage me, too. So, yeah, just keep going. Man, so that's Dominguez. Of course, we'll see you guys uh, next week. We always look forward to coming out there and just lifting up. And Dominguez, we're going in the dorm where they live at, 64-man dorm. And the worship team, like, they have a full band set up next to a bar. and they are, like— out of this world amazing like, yes and yes. the brothers that hit the christian raps oh yeah and it's just can you imagine having a worship team in our living room just every day just putting that worship on so, y'all are very blessed yeah I'm, to I'm have little, that i get a little jealous yeah we're a little jealous a little bit uh, so let's talk about the mcconnell unit real quick man mcconnell unit you brothers <laughs> showed up and packed yes. out that gym and getting to go to SEG. This is like with the first faith-based pod over on C-Pod, over on yes. SEG, getting to go in there 
And one of the things that we were walking through, getting to talk to people and pray for them. And it was really touching just to be able to knock on their door and talk to them. They're like, man, nobody ever comes back here. They were so touched. That's why we try to go to SEG everywhere we go. And we weren't supposed to go to SEG. We were not. But we fought for it. We fought for you guys. We did. First of all. You guys have an amazing chaplain. Yes. I was about to say that. I was like, first of all, y'all's chaplain is so amazing and so sweet and i was very impressed with him yeah chaplain perry stayed there all the services all the he services escorted, he got yes. us everything we needed so hospitable to us yeah but we're walking there through seg and i just wanted to share this story before we get going into everything else is that we're walking outside the doors and saying hi to people. And there was a guy that we rolled up on that oh, he yeah. was in he was his funny. cell watching his tablet, looking down, watching his tablet. And I was looking and I could see that he was watching the Love on the Inside episode. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't see me because he had his headphones on and he couldn't see me or hear me. And so I banged on the door a little bit and I just see him look up and he squints his eyes and he looks down. And he looks up, and you're on one side of the door, and I'm on the other side of the door. And he just starts rubbing his eyes, and he's like, looking like that. He thought he was tripping. He's like, what? He's like, man. He's like, I thought I was seeing things. I thought I was tripping. I thought I was just seeing random stuff. And we're like, no, we're here. We came to see you. And he was like, man, I can't believe that I'm watching you on my tablet right now. So I thought that was cool. And we had a lot of good conversations. Yes, it was very cool. And also shout out to Michael Nunn. Because yeah, Michael Nunn, he's the one that got us out there. He yeah. made it happen, and he was on his stuff, and it was amazing. And then I got to meet Soldier the Barber. Yeah, which we, he's one of the first shout outs. What? Yes, one of the first shout outs ever. And I and then when he told me when he was, I remembered. I have a pretty decent memory sometimes, but I remembered who he was, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're like one of the first shoutouts ever." That was really cool to meet him. And then I got some footage out there too, so we'll be putting that up. Yeah, and just some of the crazy stories out there. I met a gentleman who he had written to me, and I had gotten the letter the week before, but I hadn't responded, but he came. Thank you for coming up to me and asking me, because I know you're looking for your daughter, and unfortunately, it wasn't the person that we thought, but I just want to tell you that we're praying for you. We're praying for you, and God can do anything, and he can restore your family, and so we're praying for you, and also the worship band at the gym, like the service. Yeah, you Those guys were, I don't know, their voices were like amazing. You got to meet a guy that they called Grandpa. They're like, Cody, you got to meet this guy. We call him Grandpa. He's been in SEG in this Mm -hmm. cell 39 years. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Grandpa. 39 years. I'm I'm going to speak my age and how young I am over here. I'll be 36 this year. Just to think about someone that has been in that SEG cell longer than I've been alive. It's just wow, wow, wow. He was very Uh, sweet. I got to talk to him a little bit. He's a grandpa. He's a very sweet grandpa. So so many of you guys have been in there for so long. I talked to another guy that... He was previously gang-related. I can't remember your name, brother, but I know you're watching. A white guy, he was previously gang-related. He said he laid it all down back in August and gave his life to Jesus and just everything happening. And he was like, I got a message for your pastor. 
He's like, I like your pastor's messages that you put on here. He's, oh, I remember I, him. I, I want to see more of him. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to record a video message and I'm going to send it to him. And he said, look out. I like to be different, too, because that's what our pastor of our church said, Pastor yeah. Ed. He said, I like to be different. I don't want to be like everything else out there. I want to be unique. And so, man. I met one of the guys who has written to me and I've read his letter on the air before and he also put the gang down and all that so it was amazing and then we met a guy that was like we were like this could be your twin <laughs> yeah we we're wow. like they could be brothers or something he's much younger. no he was 32 right. he's not super young but he yeah. looks much younger he looks like a 20 year old version of cody or something yeah. but yeah anyway. we had a good time out there what about you tony what do you think about Makano unit Man, I think it was awesome. I remember those two brothers, too. They came out of nowhere. Hey, we do Christian rap. We're like, oh, well, really? Come here. Grab the mic. Let's see what you got going on. on it. And, and they did it. They did it, man. It was awesome. Just going down to SEG and just everywhere. Just so much love. And these brothers are on fire, man. So just... Keep that spirit going, and we'll be coming back soon. So get another Christian rap going, and yes. we'll be there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> get it ready. Sounds good. And another announcement, March is a busy month for us. Win unit, look out. We're coming to you this weekend, win unit, on March 2nd at coming around noon. I think the service time's one to four. We're bringing some very special guests with us. We're bringing Rap Society, Rap Society. who you got to see here on the tablet on the Christian Hip Hop episode that we did. They will be coming in to do music. So love it out there going to win win unit what they say all we do is win win all we do is win 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 no matter what okay yeah so we're going to win unit the next weekend we are going to the good old number one where we all started where it all started where it all started the good old faithful, the OGs, the Clemens unit. That's my unit. That's where I did some years. That's where I went home from, and that's where I gave my life to Jesus. Clemens unit. We're coming to trustee camp number two, the Wayne Scott. We're coming to the trustee camp number one. Hey, look out, y'all. Y'all better be ready. Spread the word. And then Sunday, we've got general population in G4. So four services over two days out there at the Clemens unit. So you brothers get ready. And then the next weekend, we've got Stringfellow on March 16th, which is a Saturday. Looking forward to getting to meet a lot of you guys that have written to us from Stringfellow and doing service out there. And then what? Oh, we also agreed to go to the Safe P program and that evening as well. So if you're in the Safe P program and Stringfellow, we, you'll be jam-packed. So we will be able to come and say hi to you guys. And then we are going to end the month going into the Coleman unit uh, with yes. Mr. Johnson back, back. and uh, to you ladies over there at the Coleman unit. We're looking forward to that. And then I'll just keep it right now for the March dates. And then in March, we'll share more about April. Let me make this announcement to Florida. Man, Florida, we have you on 
the list. We are just trying to coordinate everything. We are going to be in Florida for one week. Now, we've talked to some chaplains and some dates about the beginning of the month, the end of the month, and we're just trying to make it work. Obviously, we won't be able to touch everything in Florida, but we are planning to be able to come in there and see who we can. Details will probably emerge a little bit more like in the middle of the month of March to be on the lookout for that. And then we've got the huge unit that we're coming to the last weekend of June that's in Gatesville, Texas. And we would like to be able to go to a women's unit in Gatesville, Texas as well. So you ladies out there in Gatesville, Gatesville units. Yes, um, please. The girls, I have an army. Y'all don't even know. Okay. But I have a little army of girls. Worthy army. Worthy girls. That's what we're going to call them. Worthy girls is that they are rising up and these girls are strong they're not just rising like i know i've known them for a long time i've known most of them for five plus years so they're rising they're going into the coleman to the yes. women's at the end of the month and yes. so we want to go to a women's unit so please write us or please have your chaplain email us i'll put my email address in the description on pando of this episode to be able to share with your chaplain that's last weekend of june if we can make it happen or a special service on a friday that would be perfect to be able to do that two units that we are hearing from quite a bit yes and so let me make this announcement jordan unit in pampa texas we have gotten all your requests and from your chaplain volunteer assistant that has reached out to us emailed called and so we will be in touch with you guys to come out to the jordan unit in pampa Texas and be able to see you guys. Stevenson unit, we have been getting requests to be able to come out there. So we'll be in touch soon to be able to do that. And then last but not least, one that we've heard from from the beginning before we got all these dates mm -hmm. is the Lanal unit. Lanon, that was one of yeah. the first units last year. I think you guys maybe mass emailed or sent letters out to a lot of ministries and but we've gotten your letters let your chaplain know the thing is you guys are in fort stockton so it's a little bit of a drive for us we drive everywhere but we'll we're not, come we're not worried about the drive <laughs> we're just trying to get the logistics and yeah. so but now we will be reaching out soon let your chaplains know and that's we'll west be able texas to come out that's there exciting. and get something scheduled all right, so you guys saw the topic here on this episode. Maybe you clicked on it, In God We Trust. That's what we're going to be talking about today. It's just something that we've seen, a repeating theme from people in prison, people getting out of prison, and it's even something to be able to share testimony of our own life, of what we've seen God do in our lives. And so we wanted to be able to talk about that a little bit today and then play some music. And God, we trust. The reason why we want to talk about this is because many times when you're in prison and you're sitting back there and you're looking at your commissary trust fund account balance and it's seeming low or sitting on zero, I know how it is. I did five years. When mm -hmm. you have money on your books, you feel good. You feel confident. And when you don't, you that can make you down. It can make you depressed. It can make you feel, I don't know, just 
tired and upset and maybe you don't feel good enough because people aren't sending you money like other people yeah. that are in the prison and jail making commissary and you just think man if I could eat big like that or buy those new pair of shoes and believe it or not I think that way of thinking and ideas can really control you in a prison environment to then follow you whenever you get out. So what we're seeing in the reentry side of things of being able to work with people and meet people is that when you get out, you don't have any money. Oh. No, I know when they got, when I got out, I had a hundred dollar check yeah. that they gave me. Yeah. And people are saying that you get a hundred dollar check or something. Or if you get out on parole, you get 50 when you get out, 50 when you see your parole officer. But the point is people are looking for money. And when you get out, it's really hard because now you got to buy that food that you're eating. Now you got to pay bills. Now you got a phone. Now you need transportation. And you think, man, if I could only get out, how many brothers have we seen like that? If Quite I could only few. get out. Yeah. And then when they get out, they're so angry. And then we're like, man, you're finally out. Why are you so mad? Because I'm broke and I can't buy anything. And I see everybody has a car and a house and nice this and nice clothes and nice shoes. And I'm on my shoe game. You guys know in the units I go into, I have a different pair of Jordans every time. He wasn't time. always on his shoe uh, That I come in. I love my shoes, but they cost money. And uh, when you get out, you want some nice shoes. But then you realize that there are some hundreds of dollars. And then you're like, oh, I think I got to eat instead. And so... We think if we had more money, whether you're in prison on commissary books or when you're getting out, that it will somehow buy happiness, that things would be going better. And we want to talk about it from the sense of no matter what your commissary account, families here on the outside, they're struggling too. inflation, gas prices, rent, all, everything going on here on the outside. We can put our trust in money. <clears throat> But there's one thing that's interesting in the back of a, any money, any paper money that's printed, it says something that we all know, and even on our coins. And what is that? Julia? In God we trust. In God we trust. Yes. In God we trust. Isn't it funny that our money says in God we trust? Yes. But our frustrations, it can seem like in money we trust. I'm guilty. I'm straight up guilty. Up until a few years ago, honestly, like up until four, f about f four years ago, I was very stressed out with money all the time. And I think you know that. I was constantly stressed out. I was not trusting God. I would say I was trusting God, but I wasn't really trusting God. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, I'm like super guilty of that. If anybody feels that way, I'm you, okay? Or I was you. Money can be very stressful. I'm just going to tell you like that. Yeah, a lot of people, when you talk about money, uh, it gets funny. Uh, it gets funny with money. One of those things of being able to talk about in our own testimony yeah. is that we got married and we were struggling and we couldn't we pay were our bills. And when it was very hard to be able to just pay for the things that we needed. And it was a challenge when it came to being able to tithe yeah. and the tithe that we tithe to. We don't give to a church. We give church. Through we a church, allow yeah. our money to them be able to reach people for Jesus. But 
being able to tie 10% of our income. Most people, 10% of their income is like $300, $400, $500 a month. If you're making more money, then even more than that. But it can be a challenge. And I know that it was for me. Oh, yeah. Specifically to be able to trust God. And people that are getting out are thinking, man, I, I got to get on my feet. I can't even pay my bills. How can I give any type of tithe or offering or anything like that to God? But it's just, it's a thing of the heart of saying, hey, in God, we trust. We trust. In God, we trust. We're not trusting in this paper. We're trusting that God owns everything and He can supply our needs. Even when we're in prison and it looks like our commissary account is completely empty, we can trust on God to provide. We're going to put our faith in Him and not in money. And so I remember that I was sitting in a sermon. Yeah. At a church service. Yes. And after it, it I was been a few years after we married, yeah. and the pastor was preaching, and he says, Wherever he was preaching, where Jesus said, Wherever your treasure is, is where your heart is. So he said, Show me your bank account, and I'll show you what you love. And I was like, Man, if you look at my bank account, like you're going to probably see food, restaurants eating out. And don't hate on me because you're on your commissary bill. I'm sure it says food too that you buy on the inside. And I'm thinking, man, so he said, you won't have to fight to, to give, to tithe or whatever, if you put your treasure into the things of God, if that's what m- means the most. He said, I'd rather live blessed on 90 than cursed on 100% of my income. And I was like, man, that really hit me. And it, so I told you, hey, we're going to, you know, tithe. I think at first I said 50 bucks. I had been praying for him <laughs> to start tithing because I I have been a tither my whole life. Not, well, not my whole life, my whole Christian life. Okay. Yeah. You weren't always a Christian, little I, Miss Goody. Calm down. Anyways, oh. I was always, but I'm going to say something about that because I was always a tither, but I would do it out of fear. I would do it because I was scared. The very like, religious, if I don't, if I don't tithe, money, I'm going to, yeah, my finances are cursed. Right. So I wasn't doing it for the right reasons either. Anyways, I had been praying and I was like, God, please, my finances are cursed because of him. And when he finally started, said he wanted to tithe, right? And So I just started trusting God. And it's the only thing in the yeah. Bible that God says, test me in this. Yeah. Test me in this and see if I won't pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. And so I started testing God. I started seeing that God started blessing it at the beginning, right? Little things, right? And yes. then I woke up one morning and the, my truck was gone out of the driveway. Yes. Oh, man. So like, we he started, he decided to start tithing. Someone stole my truck last night. Yeah, somebody I mean, stole, stole the truck. But you didn't have the heart to tell me that we couldn't make yes. the truck pay Well, because hadn't made it in three months. Because we were also repoed. really, okay, so we weren't just tithing, we weren't stewarding our money correctly either. We were shenanigans okay we weren't once we started trusting god and stewarding our money you know honestly like when we started tithing all hell broke loose that sounds crazy but it's the truth or we walked out and he thought his truck got stolen but it actually got repoed and he was just like in shock and i felt like i was in shock i was like oh my gosh the truck got knowing that it was it hadn't been paid when you act like oh my gosh my truck got stolen but it's like repoed but and at at the same time we started struggling like not being able to pay the bills and things and so we really had to trust in god and i had a decision to make man god let me get these finances in order the truck just got taken let me get all this worked out and god was like nope 
still trust me, still give. And so it hurts so much to let go yep. of that tithe of letting go of $500 in a month. And I'm like, we're not even paying bills. But I could feel the Holy Spirit saying, trust me, you're allowing your money to not go into a piece of uh, a metal that's going to rust and you can't take with you when you go. You're storing up treasure in heaven. You're giving towards something that's going to be able to tell people about Jesus and souls saved. And so God started just telling me about this and I started listening and I just kept following it. And after all hell broke loose and it was so challenging, I started seeing as the months went on, God started opening these yeah. doors and starts blessing me and blessing the business. And after a year of tithing, we looked back and God had blessed us so much so that we didn't even miss the money that yeah. we were giving. Yeah, it was and crazy. And we had some left over. Yep. And we even was, had a savings account at the end of yeah. that year. It was crazy. Like For the first yeah. time. And so we really had to say, man, like in God we trust. And it was challenging. And you may be watching thinking, man, I'm locked up. I'm. Yeah. What's this got to do with me? Hey, it doesn't matter if it's about money, about healing, about your situation, your yeah. case, your time. I'm, man, faith is faith. Faith, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Brian T says, a faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. And uh, that faith was tested when we yeah. said we were going to trust God. So you guys on the inside, y'all aren't out here with us physically. And so y'all don't know this about us. But one of the biggest things that people know about us Cody and Julia, is they know about our testimony when it comes to our finances. And I started to give more. Yeah. And, and I, I freaked out. Over I freaked out. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I and, freaked out uh, after a while. Like I was giving, I started giving 25, 30% of what was, what we had and she went to freaking out. Yes. And I was like, um, okay, God, I, I know I prayed for this. I moved so mightily that I was like, man, I've got to go all in on this. And it was like getting lotto tickets and you keep winning. It's man, I keep giving and keep winning. So I got to keep going with this. And we know? don't endorse the lotto. Except I'm not throwing it away on the lotto. Yes. But I'm helping build the kingdom of God. Yes. And. So that was our big ta testimony. And before we stepped out in ministry, on our pastor of the church that we we're going to had asked us to start uh, teaching Dave Ramsey Financial yes. Peace University. We felt so underqualified. It's, and we told him, know, we're like, I think you chose the wrong people for that. You know, God uses the yeah. coolest things of the world to but confound the wise. we didn't just give financially. We also gave a lot of our time. Yeah. Like we gave financially. That was one thing. But we used to be very selfish with our time too. Remember? Yeah. Like we did not, we didn't want to serve. We were, and when we well, started, we, always have, well, we don't have time to go. Yeah, we don't have time. We like have time we're very that, busy because yeah. we're running a business, whatever. But I remember that at the same time that we started giving, we started serving. And we started just spending time with people and giving ourselves. We just be serving on Sunday, maybe a little bit after the service. Yeah. Then it was a little bit before the yes. service. And then it ended up being all A Bible day. study. And then a Bible study. And then we had turned out that we're serving. Yeah. At the church, no cost, like For 20 hours, yeah. 25 hours, 30 hours out of our week, almost every day, going to clean, going to fix things. Sometimes we would stay there late mm -hmm. and we started doing all these things. And we're not bragging on us. No. This no. isn't to brag on us. But this is to tell you a testimony of everything that God did 
in our lives. Like the more we gave of ourself, our time, our talent, our treasure, mm-hmm. the more we saw God like come and, into our life. And I and, remember and, and that things. our the church offered to pay for the cleaning and all. like they want because they would see like how busy because i don't want y'all to think like oh that's just some church taking advantage of them no like they offered these things they were like hey we can pay for certain things we can pay for whatever and we were like no 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 we want to do this you know because god like really opened our heart and, and our mind back as someone who was a drug addict and a drug dealer that used to brag and say i don't get off my couch for anything less yeah. than 500 dollars whenever people <laughs> dime sacks nickel but man i got time for that if you ain't won some pounds or some ounces i ain't moving and so it ain't worth my time to come from a heart like that and god completely be able to give me a servant's heart is something that i never thought and it's something that i always wanted and so like fast forward now is we were also known for business. I got out of prison, had a hard time getting a job, had to check that little box, got a felony, check this box, and had a hard time getting a job. And one thing after another, I had a job, and then the whole place went bankrupt yeah. before the holidays and ended up like starting a business with no experience, didn't know what I'd do, but I just stood on the Word of God, and I stood on what King David said in Psalms. He said, anything I put my hand to or prosper. I just believe that as I went door to door, knocking, mowing yards, doing cleaning, and was able to continue to be able to earn money and make a living. But I never thought, and part of my testimony as an entrepreneur, multiple ended up going on to multiple businesses, is just how good God is. I just was trying to pay the rent. And God said, man, I said, you'll be the head and not the tail, that you'll lend and not borrow. You're a king's kid. And I tell people, you are a king's kid as well. God wants you, when you put your heart on the right things, right, he'll open all these doors. And when you just seek the first, the kingdom, everything else will be added. And starting the business and then when i got before i got married when i got married and my wife being able to come and and help me and well one of the things one of the things i was gonna say real quick though is that there's a lot of guys that are getting out that they think everything's just gonna like matt like when we say god's gonna provide everything and all that we mean he's going to open doors because we do have people that are getting out that they think money's going to fall on their lap like magically or something. One of the things, one of the biggest things is I'm like, hey, if you are a hard worker and you're serving God and you're trusting him, like he's going to provide work for you. Like he's not, you know, money's not going to fall out of the sky like and be like, oh, here's a million dollars. No, you have to work hard. You have to trust, mainly trust God and then work hard. And then he's going to start opening doors and providing and one of the things that I love, and I and you and I have always agreed on this, is that we've never prayed for people to give money to our ministry. We always pray for jobs to come. We always pray, hey, God, please provide jobs for us. Please provide work. people, work for us. Yeah, because a lot of you guys don't know this, but we work. Like, we have jobs. He's He works full-time. I work full-time. He works full-time ministry and full-time job. And I work part-time ministry, full-time job. So if you guys ever say, oh, what do you guys want us to pray for? And when you pray for our finances, like 
just pray for us to have work. That's it. We don't pray for donors. Like we don't pray for people to give. Like we we just pray for work. And I love working. I love working. I love when work comes in and we're busy and all that. That's a big thing that that we've talked about and we agree on. Yeah. 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 I feel like we'd probably need a part two or part three just yes. to dive into it. And many of y'all <laughs> ask, hey, Cody, I know you're in prison. Know you that you got out of prison. And then fast forward now, you're married 10 years with a family on Pando and coming into prisons. And so there's a huge gap to be able to fill in on just what God's done in our life. And we just have seen that we we have been faithful. We've seen God be faithful. And we want to encourage you today to not put your faith in money, your family to put money on your books. When you get out, if you had enough money to get your car and get your house and you'd be all good, you got to realize that you are a king's kid. Your daddy is God. He created the whole world. Jesus said, why do you worry about where you're going to sleep and what you're going to wear don't you see how your father provides for the birds of the air how much more so will he provide for you how much more worthy are you than they is actually what he said and so we got to believe and not put your faith in money you can be sitting in there no commissary but you're faithful you're trusting god and you've got christian brothers and sisters that look out for you and mm-hmm. bless you and you don't have to think that even when you get out you got to have all the money you can get plugged into a good bible-based church yes. and you can serve god and people will take notice they'll offer you things open doors this is all how god moves he uses people to be able to move that. And I don't know if I wanted to share with you guys a scripture. It says, Proverbs 11.25, it says, the way of the generous, or actually had this scripture. It says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. A generous person will prosper. The person that's always saying they need money and begging Mm -hmm. for money and down, you're putting your faith in people. When we put our faith in God and we trust that, you know what, we're going to be faithful. We're going to do what he does and he's going to provide. He's going to take care of the rest. To fast forward in our testimony is COVID happened. It hit our business and pretty much everything shut down. We had a big office. We had over 75 employees. We had over 10 company vehicles. We were in two cities, San Antonio and Austin, and we were booming. I had an assistant. She had an assistant. And we were, you know, know, new vehicles, four trips a year. We were blessed and we were doing good. But then COVID happened and we lost almost everything. And it was during that time when God shut the planet down on lockdown on the outside. I know y'all know about lockdown on the inside, but we're on lockdown on the outside restaurants closed stores closed you couldn't go anywhere you had to stay home this ended up happening for seven months and it was in that still quiet time that's why i say man don't despise those times of being alone with god even in seg even in g4 g5 because those are the times you can hear god's voice and see i was busy i was busy with work i was at the church every day i was a leader in the church i had a Bible study group. I was over a team within the church. All these great things that we were doing, right? But God, when I got quiet, he said, hey, 
Obedience is better than sacrifice. I'm calling you to prison ministry. I'm calling you to go back into the prisons. I'm calling you to go on the radio, start a podcast, get on Pando, all these things to be able to give hope to those that are incarcerated and let them know that what I've done in your life, it's not just for you, but it's for them too. And I did it for you and I'll do it for them. I'm not a respecter of persons. And when I heard God's call on us and we answered that call, and that's we got blessed with a son. Yes. We'd been praying for a baby six, seven years yeah. of, of marriage. Bam, we have my son Jax out of answering the call to go into the prisons. And I told her before we even started, I said, God said he's going to bless us with a baby if we'll answer this call to go into the prisons because it's in God we trust. In God we trust. Man, we were losing everything during COVID. Our business was going down. Everything we knew changed. The whole world changed. And from making at a spot to where we were doing millions of dollars per year. We weren't making millions. Let me no. make that clear. No, we weren't we were making million dollars in sales, millions of dollars in sales and cleaning and had a very thriving, thriving company and yeah. business. And we weren't rich. We lived a comfortable life, but all that, we lost it all. And God said, I want you to completely walk away from the money, from the business, from everything. And I want you to serve me to seek first my kingdom and let me take care of you. And that's what he's done. He's added everything to us. It says that I've read to you that where it said in Proverbs about a generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will then themselves be refreshed. This is what we're doing. We live lives as generous people now, generously going to prisons, coming on here. And at one time at the end of the podcast, you probably saw to where we shared our Cash App, Venmo, PayPal information <laughs> if people wanted to give to be able to donate towards this ministry. But you know what? After prayer about it, we have families giving $10, $5, $20. Man, I, after I went to God through it in prayer and God was saying hey these families they already have a family member in prison they're already paying money for phone they're already paying putting money on books they're already going on visits they're already taking care of everything out there I want you to be a blessing for them I don't want you to ask those family members for any money and so an announcement that we have today is that we no longer are asking family members to donate. We're not sharing our give ways to give on here. This is our gift. When God calls you to what he's called you to, he provides for yes. you. Like I said in the heart check, he provides. And so when you're faithful, he's going to take care of you. And it takes faith. It doesn't make sense. We don't know how it's going to happen. Every month that we struggle to pay the bills. But you know what? We've had a church for three years. We've been here doing this now for the last six months. And God always comes through. He does. Yeah. Because it's in God we trust. It's not in money. Like the Bible says, some trust in chariots, some trust in armies, some trust in whatever the scripture that I'm trying to say. They trust in all these things. And he said, but we trust in the Lord. We're yeah. putting our trust in the Lord. Hey, if God calls you to something, if he told you to do it, he knows what you need. He knows how to provide for you. And so I went up and I told our team 
and let them know at our last meeting. I said, what would happen if the world existed in, in such a world that we didn't have to ask money from friends and families of people that are incarcerated? Yeah. What would it ha- happen if we said, you know what, we're just going to bless you. We're going to help you. And that's what we're believing. Not because And also we're the rich. people that are incarcerated, like we have some of you guys that send money. We're saying don't send money. Yes, some of you do. You send, you know, your check from the prison yeah. as your tithes. Several of you do every month to the ministry. Yeah. The tithe, that's obedient between you and God. If whatever God's telling you to do, it, it's not to us, it's to the Lord. And so that decision is yours. But we're not purposely coming on here and asking you or your family members no. for any money of any kind. So you say, where's the funds going to happen for the ministry? God. We believe that God will provide and that our team that's here on the outside, those coming into the prisons, yeah. those part of the ministry that are working, that are giving, is going to provide. Let us that are on the outside worry Take about Take care that. of you. You yes. and your family members, if you're watching on YouTube as a family member, your big greatest thing you could do for us is pray for it. Pray for us. Pray yes. for the ministry. Pray for the podcast. Pray when we go into minister that things go well. Pray for our that, work. Okay. And that God prepare the hearts of yes. men and women to receive the gospel. We're doing all this traveling. Costs hundreds of dollars in gas, hundreds of dollars in hotels. Yeah. But we're not about to dare get on here and ask you to be able no. to send us money no. for any of that. Like we need to be compassionate and understanding that you have a loved one. We're doing this as a ministry to give back to you. And so we want to know how can we help you? How can we pray for you? How can mm-hmm. if you're a family member, what do you need prayer for? Yes. Do you need to talk to someone? What do you need help with? And so we just believe and living, trusting in God and being generous, not because we're rich. No. Um, people no. have told me before, well, I ain't got it like that. We don't have it oh, either. Yeah, I don't got it like Actually, that. Actually, it was funny because somebody sent me a letter and said, oh, I like your double wide. And I'm like, first of all, it's a single wide. Okay. Yeah, I live in a mobile home. We are praying a- for a house, though. We are praying yeah, for a house and we're praying that God provides a house for us and he gives us enough work to buy a house. But yeah, we live in a single wide. Yeah, so like I said, this isn't bragging on us. This is just we're putting our faith and we're putting our our trust in God. So our next announcement that I would like to be able to announce to you guys is that uh, before this announcement, one thing that I I just saw here on my notes is you may not know this, but we do have a church covering. Yes. We're a ministry. We're pastors. We go in to minister, but we also believe in having a church Mm -hmm. covering and accountability with our pastors. We have a board that we have pastors on that we're accountable to for the ministry as a nonprofit, but also we go to church, have a relationship with our pastor who you've seen on a couple episodes here on Pando, the latest one, Breakthrough, Mm -hmm. Not Through. 
And but 10 percent of everything that comes into our ministry, we give back to our local church. And so we believe in tithing on the tithe. And so anything that comes in our ministry, even though we're in dire, desperate need of funds to be able to do this and go to prisons, we believe as generous people that we're going to tithe off everything that comes into this ministry. So we know we're covered um, on that because we're doing a tithe on church. a tithe. So we know and we're we like, God's going to provide. Here, we don't have monthly partners. We don't have businesses. We don't have churches. Yeah. I know some ministry have all those things. We don't have any of those things. But we're trusting in God that He's going, that He will provide. And so, our next part of the 12 announcements that we're going to be doing is that once a month, Julia and I will be going live. We'll be doing Cody and Julia and Worthy People live once a month. And this is going to be on. The first Friday of every month, first Friday of every month at 7 p.m., we're going to be going live on Facebook and YouTube for your family members here on the outside. They can leave comments, ask us questions. Many of your family members, they call us, they email us. We don't get a chance to connect with them because we do have so much. So this is to minister, to give back to your families. And so once a month, on the first Friday of every month, we will be going live at 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Just tell your family, go to Look Up Worthy People Facebook. Join our Facebook group, the mm -hmm. P-Fam. We have close to 600 family yeah, members in there now. a lot of people. In there. And then on YouTube, they can ask questions, get prayer requests, praise reports. And here's something else we want to do on this. And like I said, we're not asking for anything. We want to be able to bless your families. We want to be able to bless. So every time we go live monthly, we're going to do where we choose people that we're going to cash app them. Don't cash app us. Let us cash app your family. Let us cash app. Maybe they need some money to get down there to visit. Maybe they need, they can put help on their books, but you know what? Maybe they need it for themselves. Yeah. Maybe they're Maybe having they a hard time paying the money. bills. Maybe your mama needs to be able to like go out to eat on worthy people and whatever it is, go get a coffee at Starbucks. And so tell your families to tune in the first March 1st. It's coming up now next week, March 1st is coming up on or, or this week i don't even know what it is anymore 7 p.m facebook and youtube going live so it'll be a chance they can ask us questions in the comments we'll be reading the comments responding to them and we'll be doing giveaways we want to give away books we want to give away bibles those sorts yeah. of things now we can't do that for you on the inside yes, if you're watching can. and you're like we'll i need money on my books and i need all these things we're limited as volunteers. We have to adhere to the volunteer yes. rules. It's not our rules. We would like to be able to do things. Jesus said, render under Caesar's. What is Caesar's? Yeah. And when in Rome, we have to follow the rules. So we can't do that for you, but we want to do, we do this for you and we come to the prisons for you. We want to do this for your family and your friends and your wife, your husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how that's yes, going to Yes, I'm do. excited. Worthy People Live, first Fridays of every month. We got a music video we're going to play here called In God We Trust, and we'll be right back. Hey, in God we trust. We're putting our trust in God, and that's what we're talking about um, on this episode. And uh, we're excited about, man, that Tony's a part of it. Tony, know, man, what crazy. do you think about all this? Tony, what you got to say over there? 
Man, I, I'm just as surprised as probably all the viewers right now. <laughs> stuff I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to go back into the units and um, just getting ready for the guys out there. Every unit we go to, it's like the worship is just amazing, man. And the guys out there just on fire and just so much love. I think I'm going to minister to them, man. It's the whole, it's a whole different, it's like they're ministering to me. I come back home and I'm just thinking, man, these guys, testimonies, just the things that God's done in their life. It's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Man, so we're excited about this and and god we trust i wanted to say before you've heard the saying put your money where your mouth is right yeah put your money where your mouth is yeah what i want to say is put your faith where your money is put your faith where your money is and that's the challenge that god's challenged us to be a ministry that we put our faith where our money is god we don't know how but we know if you've called us to it you'll see us through it and he and always has provide. and you i want you to have that same faith on the inside about your money if you're watching on the outside trusting god and, and put your faith in god we trust with your money i wrote this statement i said our money has the statement in god we trust but most of the time we put our trust in money and i shared that already is that we need money to survive that's for, that's a real thing and we know that God can do the Ephesians 3.20, my favorite scripture, is unto him who can do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think according to the power that works within you. What's your power? Your faith. We believe God can do exceedingly abundantly. We're just getting started, worthy people. Man, this podcast right here, this is just one thing. Coming into prisons, man, God's called us to be able to have a transitional housing for those being released. God's called us to be able to have a job programs for people to be able to come and work in a faith base, to be able to have counselors, to be able to provide counselors free of charge for those returning home, to be able to help those not even in the just the city of San Antonio in the state of Texas, but nationwide, everyone who's watching this, to be able to offer courses and classes and assistance and help. We're just getting started with worthy people with this prison ministry. Yeah, we've been doing ministry now for many many years but this is something new that god's going to do and it's going to take five years 10 years 15 years 20 years until we're going to see these things we want to have people donate cars to the ministry for those that are getting out that need transportation and i believe it if it seems too far-fetched then you're not praying big enough because it means you could do it you got to have bold prayers it says come boldly before the throne of grace and mercy to be able to receive help in your time of need we're praying bold prayers man god's not a get by god god's a more than enough god jesus said the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but i've come to give you life abundantly man, abundantly in our finances. He said, we'll lend and not borrow, that we'll be the head and not the tail. As we're faithful with him and we're faithful with how we steward everything he's given us, we want to do something that's never been done before. Why? Because I've been there. I got out. I was previously incarcerated and I got out. I had nothing, no family, no one. I showed up to San Antonio with just the clothes on my back. I didn't even know where I was going to sleep that night. But God, I'm not connected. I don't have family. 
but I do got a great God. I do got a big God. You got a big God too. God wants to do big things in your life. Man, have faith and trust in him. I never thought that I could do this, but he's the God of exceedingly. He's the God of abundantly more than we can think. God wants to do it, and we need you. We need you wherever you are when you get out to come and join this ministry. We need you to come and help us in this work. Man, the Jesus said the harvest is white. There's a lot to do, but the workers are few. We need people to come lock arms with. We want to be able to give people jobs within this ministry. I believe there's people watching right now in other states. God's calling you to relocate, to come here, because he's going to use you and me and to be able to do great things. He's just getting started. Let's come together, unify as people that were once incarcerated, and now we're free. And now God wants to use us to do amazing things. He's going to provide. He's going to take care because people are going to see what we're doing. And God's going to put it on their heart. Man, they're different. They're different. Something's different about them. They're not out asking for everybody for money. They're just serving me, so I want to bless them. I want to bless them. And in turn, we want to be able to be a blessing to others at the same time. This life's but a vapor. We're here for a little while. I want people to know me for not what I had, but what I did for the kingdom, what I was able to do. And so if y'all believe that with me and my wife here, we're going to be able to close here in prayer today. Believing and trusting and having faith in God, those on the inside and the outside, we'd like to pray over you and your finances that God be able to bless you, God, to be able to be a bigger blessing to someone else. And let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity. It's in you that we trust in every area of our life, Lord God. I just ask you, God, just forgive us, God, when we put faith in thinking that we need to make make things work to be able to make it. Forgive us when we forget that you're the author and the finisher, that you gave life to us, that you died for us, that we're going to be joined you in heaven one day if we've accepted you as our Lord and Savior. Help us remember what really matters, God, and that you're in control. The Bible says that, God, that you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Everything belongs to you, God, already. But you want to see where our heart's at. You want our heart to trust in you more than anything else. So, God, I just pray that you would help us, God. And as you are helping us and we're obedient to what you've asked us to do, God, we pray that your word says we stand on this promise in Proverbs that the way of the generous gets brighter and that those that refresh others, they themselves will be refreshed. You're a giving God. So help us be a giving people back to others and trust that you'll provide every need that we have, that you'll take care of us, that you told us how much more worthy are we than the birds of the air or the lilies of the field. Help us remember that we're king's kids. We belong to you. We're worth something. We're worth more than gold or silver, that we belong to you. And that as we're obedient to God, you just continue just to open up the doors of heaven. You said you'd pour out a blessing we couldn't even contain. I pray for those on the inside. I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard when you don't have money for commissary and you're going hungry, God. 
I pray that you supernaturally fill stomachs, Lord, in that place that are going hungry, that are listening even now, God, and that you put it on someone's heart that if they can't send the money to be able to help them to get something to eat, that somebody be able to bless them, Lord God, with something that they could be able to eat. But you said that the word of God, you said that life is more than eating and drinking. You said that life is about doing the will of your Father. So help us do your will. Father, help us spread Jesus in this kingdom love all around. And we thank you, Lord God, for everything you've done in our life, this opportunity. And I thank you for the people watching today. They don't even know, God, how much you want to do in their life. When I was sitting in prison, when I was sitting in medium custody and in SAG, Lord God, I never thought you wanted to do this, God. But I just pray that they would get a vision of just how much the enemy wants to come at them and take them from this life. Because, God, you have a good life. You're a good God. You want to give them the abundant life. So I thank you today that as we trust in you, God, and we're faithful with little, that you will allow us to be faithful with much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys. We'll see you soon at your prison if we're coming in. We have more announcements to come, and we'll be closing here with another song from my friend Jarrell. He's a part of Rap Society. Yeah. You may have seen him on the hip-hop video, and he's going to be a guest here very soon in the studio. But here's an audio from his new song that just dropped last week called In God We Trust. We love you guys.